Hey, it's Chica, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. No matter where you are or where you're going, thanks for letting me share a little bit of weirdness with you. It's breakfast time. Who's hungry? Chica in the morning on K94.5. You know, you know you have a sophisticated palate when you're reaching for a shot of Doritos flavored liqueur. It's now a thing that exists, excuse me, Doritos flavored liquor. Absolutely not. A company called Empirical partnered with them on it. And people who tried it say that it really does taste like their nacho cheese version. 65 bucks a bottle for this. Um, A writer for Food and Wine said it was a bouquet that's brimming with the unmistakable tang of cheese dust. And they thought that the aftertaste was a little more like Fritos than Doritos. Listen, if I wanted that Fritos-esque thing, I'd I'd smell my dog's toes, all right? My girl's out there smelling like Fritos. I'm sorry, Olive. Just, it's bad. I just, I, I honestly, I feel like sometimes we're doing too much, right? At what point are our skills, are like, really, could we use it for something better? How... Imagine getting just snot-nosed off Doritos-flavored liquor. You would never eat Doritos again if you uh, ended up getting sick, if you know what I mean. Can you imagine? Absolutely not. And for that reason, I'm... K94.5, hello, it's Chica, and it's time for you and I to feel good today. Every morning, try to give you a feel-good story, because let's be real... Life can suck sometimes. So today, I'm loving it. It's all about grandmas and Harleys. <laughs> so a year ago, a great-grandmother in England told her kids that if she made it to 90, she wanted to ride a Harley again. So they remembered and made it happen for her 90th birthday last month. She used to ride motorcycles when she was young, so they got some bikers to swing her around town and take her to a bar. She said the wind on her face made her feel 21 again. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I don't have a Harley. I have a very nice hog. <clears throat> it's a Vespa. But I rode it last night just to, I always take my dog Olive to the dog park and she has a basket on it. Don't judge, okay? So basically a really cool Harley, man. Um, just the wind, like, on my face. I was like, man, what a beautiful day. All of a sudden you start loving life again. So grandma saying she felt like she was 21 again totally believe that and that's what's making me feel good today k94 5 shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel and yes it's the most wonderful time of the year but be careful if you're buying your first real christmas tree there was a woman who claims that hey this christmas tree almost killed me so here's here's what happened like point blank this woman's probably gonna want to go back to using a fake tree this mom in Cleveland named Angela Presti. She picks out her first real Christmas tree. She's so excited to decorate it with her daughter, right? A few hours after they get it home, Angela's face starts to swell up. The tree almost killed her. They're calling it Christmas tree syndrome. Basically, you've heard this case before, right? When somebody's like deathly allergic to something, her throat closed. Uh, she had to be rushed to the ER. And, I mean, anaphylactic shock. I mean, we've all heard of that, right? And it was caused by Christmas tree syndrome. So it's an allergy, but not by the tree itself. It's when you're allergic 
to the mold that's been growing on the tree. So, I mean, it's going to happen, right? You're going to have mold growing. Anyway, long story short, Angela did collapse at the hospital. Doctors gave her a shot, and she's okay. She thought it was a food allergy, and then they realized, no, no, no. It's probably the tree. Anyway, Christmas tree syndrome. This is scary. Because I've always wanted, like, I love the smell of a real Christmas tree. Like, I love it. Growing up, that was so exciting. It was so awesome. Uh, what do we do now? That's the question. What do, <laughs> what do we do now? Anyway, Christmas tree syndrome. Now we know it's a thing. K94.5, Shreveport, Bossier's number one hit music channel. So the term quiet quitting blew up this month because quiet quitting is basically, let me explain it how I see it. Okay, quiet quitting is you're literally doing your job to the bare minimum. You're not going to go above and beyond. You're not trying to impress anybody. You're literally trying to do just that. Keep your job, which is bizarre to me. But anyway, now the term quiet firing is trending. So while you're busy quiet quitting, your boss could be quiet, quiet firing you. It's not a new trend. It's just a new name. So constructive dismissal is probably what we've heard managing out so if your boss or manager doesn't like you or wants you gone for whatever reason instead of firing you they micromanage you stop involving you they use passive aggressive tactics to make your life miserable until you quit so if you're asking for real world examples on this uh a manager kept adding more and more to a woman's workload until it was overwhelming no one else got additional work okay I'm looking at this on BuzzFeed. Uh, ooh, this one. An assistant's desk got moved from an office to the corner of the copy room, and the office went to an, an intern. Interesting. A person's manager used to slowly reduce the hours of people he didn't like until they were eventually never scheduled. Hmm. Quiet firing. While you're busy, quiet quitting. Quiet firing is going down right in front of you. Be careful. K-94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. I've heard of the 30-day challenge where couples are doing this challenge of folding the laundry for 30 days straight. No excuses, no, just... And apparently, I actually know several couples that have done this, and they swear that it has helped their relationship. I don't know how. I don't know how. I mean, I was like, brought y'all closer. But um, I remember telling somebody, what if y'all over here trying to get all intimate and, you know, just fold the laundry and what if y'all get twins out of this? <laughs> like, that was my question. But check it out. Over a third of couples are now scheduling their folding of the laundry. Wait, what? Hold on. I... I did not know that this was a thing. A new poll of a thousand couples in America found that 36% of couples are scheduling folding the laundry, doing the dishes. 26% of the folks that work from home are all about it and are like, heck yeah, let's 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 schedule it while we're both at home during work. Um 29% of these couples are writing it down on a physical calendar. 20% are using alarms on their phone and 10% are scheduling it on their Google calendar. Excuse me, what? 
Hold on. Check this out, though. Yo, I could sit here and mock these couples. I could sit here and be like, oh, we have to schedule it. Come on. You know, I could sit here and, and give grief all day. Couples who schedule folding the laundry. Couples that schedule getting it on are more likely to say they're happy with their relationship overall and happy with how often they're intimate. Look at us all unhappy with our intimacy. Look at us not having a happy relationship. Because a third of the couples that are scheduling the folding of the laundry, they're scheduling it. So um, should we start... Should we all start scheduling it? Is that how this... K-94-5, Shreveport Mosier's number one hit music channel. I'm Chica. Talking about the new predictions for dating in 2024. Like, Bumble always comes out with these, and they're like, hey, these are trends we're probably going to be seeing. Heads up. So, the cross-generational dating, where women are... It, it normally, we're like, all right, older man, younger chick opposite now older women younger dudes what's going on i said wait 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 if i were to jump in on that action right now or date a guy way younger than me 10 years younger than me i'd be like baby <laughs> these are the years of your life i remember being 21 i remember I was, it was legal didn't have to use a fake id anymore not that i ever did first off you kidding me I have no business talking to a 21-year-old, 22-year-old. So for me, as for me in my house, we're going to skip on that. In fact, I think I may date older. Went on a date with the guy, you know, 10 years older than me. Actually enjoyed it. But this one actually caught my attention. Relationship timeline decline. So... Obviously, the pandemic threw us all into this era of just, like, rethinking how we do things, right? And this includes relationships. So, the rejection of traditional monogamous relationships and expectations apparently will continue to soar. Women are building their own paths. Over 30% of women said that they're no longer focused on adhering to traditional timelines and milestones. And, I mean the same they only want to date people who have the same perspective so i'm sitting here going stuff is changing right we're, we're changing all kinds of things and i guess i'm not mad at the predictions right relationship timeline decline my friend hillary tells me this all the time chica don't be dating a guy just to check a box don't be looking at him going this is who i gotta marry just to check a box we don't check boxes around here baby we, we pursue true love, true connections, and just genuine joy. A94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. I'm Chica. Talking about the new predictions for dating in 2024. Like, Bumble always comes out with these, and they're like, hey, these are trends we're probably going to be seeing. Heads up. So, the cross-generational dating... Where women are, it, it normally we're like, all right, older man, younger chick. Opposite now. Older women, younger dudes, what's going on? I said, wait, wait, wait. If I were to jump in on that action right now, or date a guy way younger than me, 10 years younger than me, 
I'd be like, baby, <laughs> these are the years of your life. I remember being 21. I remember I was, it was legal. Didn't have to use a fake ID anymore. Not that I ever did, first off. You kidding me? I have no business talking to a 21-year-old, 22-year-old. So for me, as for me and my house, we're going to skip on that. In fact, I think I may date older. Went on a date with the guy, you know, 10 years older than me. Actually enjoyed it. But this one actually caught my attention. Relationship timeline decline. So obviously the pandemic threw us all into this era of just like rethinking how we do things, right? And this includes relationships. So the rejection of traditional monogamous relationships and expectations apparently will continue to soar. Women are building their own paths. Over 30% of women said that they're no longer focused on adhering to traditional timelines and milestones. And I mean, the same. They only want to date people who have the same perspective. So I'm sitting here going, stuff is changing, right? We're, we're changing all kinds of things. And I guess I'm not mad at the predictions, right? Relationship timeline decline. My friend Hillary tells me this all the time. Chica, don't be dating a guy just to check a box. Don't be looking at him going, this is who I got to marry just to check a box. We don't check boxes around here, baby. We, we pursue true love True connections and just genuine joy. K94.5. Hello, I'm Chica. The magic of Christmas time and this early relationship you have. And you think, oh my gosh, this could be it. Like, look at you just smiling at your text messages. You went to their Christmas party and everybody met you and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm I love this so much. This is great. But what if, just throwing this out there, what if you're getting snow globed? It's a term that basically is like, hey, listen, Cosmopolitan coined it. And they basically said, you got this festive season kicking off and you and this person that you're just like, oh my gosh, I love this. It's basically a much shorter period of time when it comes to cuffing season because cuffing season is like you snuggle up with somebody over the cold months and then you dump them in the summer. This one's you snuggle up with somebody around Christmas time, New Year's, and then after the holidays, boop, you're done, right? How do you avoid getting snow globe? Because you got to understand, for me, a lot of my relationships ending, not that I get embarrassed, but I'm like, dang it, like... I introduced them to everybody. What the heck? You still have time to not go to theirs or to have them come to yours Christmas. Here's why I think that we need to talk about this. I think a lot of times, like, we all want to be loved, right? Like, we all love the feeling of love. As much as you can deny it, we love having that one person we could take with us that always makes a good impression And if you've been single for a while, you're probably like, yes, see, look, look, I can't have somebody be interested in me, right? I've been there. But the term snow globing concerns me because it means that basically there is an end in mind for one of you guys. And there may not be an end in mind for you. 
And that's what this article was talking about, how you're not going into this thinking, okay, cool. Yeah, like as soon as Thanksgiving, as soon as uh, New Year's comes, I'm done with this person. No, no, no. You're going into it going, all right, like this could be it. How, like what a cute romantic Christmas story we have. But the reality is, is that you both were like basically doing a very hybrid version of cuffing season. And once New Year's hits, you're both going to lose interest. How do you avoid it, right? Like what's the biggest way to avoid it? You don't go to each other's family Christmases or friends Christmases. You still have time. I know a lot of folks are already celebrating Christmas. So if they went to yours, cool. If you went to theirs, cool. But if you got one left, don't do it. Now, maybe, maybe um, you guys only have each other. Uh, was talking to some buddies that, that are in the service, right? They talked about how sometimes the only people you got to hang out with are, are your coworkers, or you know somebody you're dating at the time, because nobody else is town and you, in town and you can't make it. You know, I get that. But if your family's in town and you're gonna go visit your family, don't take the significant other. You don't know where that relationship is going. You could be getting snow snow globed, and you don't even know it. My biggest piece of advice, keep it with just your family. I know you're tempted to not, but keep it with just your family. You got a bunch of friends getting together. Keep it with just your friends. There's no need to bring that person around, okay? You got this? We're not going to get snow globe this season. I believe in you. I know. K94.5, hello, it's Chica and micro-cheating on the rise, especially during like the hot summer months. Apparently, that is when we micro-cheat the most. If you're like, wait, what? I, wait, are you micro-cheating? All right, so obviously to be micro-cheating, you got to be dating somebody. You got to be in a relationship. Um, let me give you some... Okay, the micro-cheating definition is... Micro-cheating is a term used to describe small, seemingly harmless actions or behaviors that may indicate a partner is emotionally or physically involved with somebody else. Of course, you know me. I'm like, uh uh-uh, I need examples. For example, you see somebody post a thirst trap on Instagram, on Snapchat. You slide up and you're like, hey, yo. Well, that's what I do. I always go, hey, yo. If I was in a relationship, that would be considered micro-cheating. Um, if you frequently communicate with somebody who flirts with you, you are micro-cheating. Oh, oh, this was a big one. If you give your phone number, your Instagram, your Snapchat to somebody that is clearly attracted to you, you are micro-cheating. Basically, the way I look at it is anything that opens a door to the potential of emotionally cheating or physical infidelity. Is that, is that fair? Can we just look at it that way? Of course, experts are saying, hey, listen, micro-cheating doesn't always lead to some form of affair or infidelity, but they said micro-cheating is on the rise, especially during the hot summer months. Is it because we're just kind of all like meh right now? Like, well, didn't get to go on vacation this year. We're just twiddling our thumbs. I guess I'll just flirt with this person instead of going out and mowing the lawn. I don't know. I don't know why, but apparently micro-cheating on the rise. So I guess this is our way to like kind of catch ourselves. Experts said that it could start with you sharing intimate or personal details with somebody 
outside of your relationship that should be reserved for a partner. They said it could be you sharing your mental health struggles with somebody. It could be you talking about <clears throat> how little you fold the laundry with somebody, if you know what I mean. Right? Well, me and my partner, we don't fold the laundry like we used to. If you uh, text or message somebody and you have to delete those messages, they said that's probably micro cheating. They said be on high alert and don't be that person that does it. All right. So let's just, if you're catching yourself micro cheating, if I said any of this and you're like, oh, and you know, that's not where you want to go. Listen, grass is greener on every other side. Like you look at it and you're like, man, I remember when I was in a relationship, I remember thinking, man, when I'm single, man, let me tell you, no, I mean, life is better, but not because of that. Grass is always going to be greener. Grass is greener where you water it. Stay home. Water your, water your plants. <laughs> Pour love into your partner. Let's not micro cheat this summer. I get it. Experts are saying everybody's doing it right now. Let's make that not be us, okay?